1: It felt like we hit the Wayback Machine last night as Bob Stoops was patrolling the sidelines for Oklahoma for the first time since 2016. And the Sooners made it seem like the old days as they jumped out to a 30-3 halftime lead and route to a 47-32 win over Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. Speaking of things you don't normally see, we've reached Thursday, but there's no NFL game to watch tonight. Good luck making it until Sunday. Between now and then, we'll close out the year Try to remain hopeful about what lies ahead in 2022. Good morning, it's Thursday, December 30th, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcor. The NHL is following other leagues and U.S. government guidance by cutting COVID-19 isolation times for players and personnel to five days under certain conditions and where it is allowed by local laws. The change went into effect Wednesday and applies only in the U.S. because of stricter pandemic regulations in Canada. The League and NHL Players Association agreed to the updated protocols, which apply for the next two weeks before they will be reviewed. Players, coaches, and staff who tested positive for the coronavirus can return after five days if symptoms are gone or resolving themselves with a negative PCR test or two negative rapid test results taken more than two hours apart. The 10-day isolation requirement remains in Canada. The NBA and NFL previously reduced to five days after the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued new guidance. Daily testing and enhanced protocols, including mask wearing at team facilities unless on the ice for games or practices, are in effect through at least January 7th. The remainder of the World Junior Hockey Championship in Canada has been canceled over fears of COVID-19 outbreaks. The International Ice Hockey Federation made the announcement Wednesday on the recommendation of the organization's medical officers. Citing the spread of the coronavirus and the Omicron variant, the IIHF canceled the rest of the tournament to ensure the health and safety of all participants. Two games had already been forfeited because of positive coronavirus test results among U.S. and Czech players, and another was imminent with Russia. Two U.S. players and one Czech player had returned positive tests, leading the team to quarantine mandates. The IIHF Council determined the integrity of the event had been compromised by the forfeits, leading to the cancellation of the event. IIHF President Luke Tardif said at a news conference that the tournament could resume this summer in Canada, which would be an interesting resolution. The NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments are scheduled to go on as planned amid a rise in postponements and cancellations. NCAA Senior Vice President of Basketball Dan Gavitt said the NCAA tournament was slated to go on in the normal format and there's been no discussion of playing in a bubble like last season. Gavitt said there was no reason to alter plans for the 2021-22 season since it started on time and there are a variety of mitigation aspects to combat the virus, including vaccines and boosters. He added games that aren't played will be declared no contest and the selection committee will be aware of those games. The 2022 men's NCAA tournament is scheduled to be held in New Orleans and the women's in Minneapolis. The NBA averaged 4.1 million viewers for the five games on ABC and ESPN on Christmas Day, marking the lowest figure since the league expanded to a five-game slate in 2008 and the lowest since ESPN acquired NBA rights prior to the 2002-03 season. The league had strong headwinds on Christmas, primarily from the Browns-Packers game on Fox and the NFL Network in the late afternoon window. That game averaged 28.6 million viewers, which is the second best NFL game this season to date. There are also a few players missing from the marquee Nets-Lakers game as Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were in COVID isolation and Anthony Davis was out with an injury The Nets' Lakers game averaged 5.8 million viewers on ABC and ESPN, down sharply from 7 million for the Mavericks-Lakers last year. It's the lowest for a Christmas primetime game since ABC alone averaged just under 5 million for Rockets-Thunder in 2017 In the late night window, Mavericks Jazz on ESPN averaged $1.5 million, which is the least watched NBA Christmas game since ESPN averaged $1.4 million for T-Wolves Thunder in the 8 p.m. window in 2016. The Tampa Sports Authority will present two reports to the city of Tampa and Hillsborough County. Regarding the Rays' plan to build a ballpark in Ybor City, according to the Tampa Bay Business Journal, TSA President and CEO Eric Hart said that one of the reports will focus on the Rays' preferred split season model, and the other will analyze the Rays' staying for a full season. TSA hopes to have the analysis finished by the end of the first quarter of 2022. The Rays have yet to release renderings, but they said the stadium would seat about 27,000, serve multiple purposes, and cost about $700 million. We'll end on a quick programming note. On the 2022 preview extravaganza of the Marshand and Iran podcast, Andrew and John preview the people who are going to have the best and worst years in 2022 as part of their Who's Up, Who's Down segment. Topics include Amazon's plans for Thursday night football, gambling companies push to create and pay for content, and the future of regional sports networks. Marchand and Iran preview the rights deals that are coming in 2022 with Sunday Ticket, the Big Ten, MLS, and Formula One and they offer a preview of what viewers should expect, the Winter Olympics and World Cup. You can listen to the Marsh and Rand podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Thursday. I hope everybody has a great day. And from everybody at Sports Business Journal, we wish you all a safe, happy, and healthy New Year's holiday weekend. And we'll see you back here Monday morning.